Welcome to the Wild Soul Academy podcast. I am your host, Joy Kaya, and I just want to welcome you here. So excited you've joined us. This podcast is all about the divine being who is feeling called to do more, be more, and show up more, whether it be with their community, with their family, in their business. You know, we are moving into this beautiful age of Aquarius together, and there is so much for us to tap into and grow from and expand. So join me, enjoy. I hope you love the episode, and here it is. Hello, beautiful soul. I wanted to come in today and really feel into a meditation that I had this morning. And the words that came to me and the words that I'm using to name this episode are, I know what I know until I no longer know. And I know it's a riddle, but the intention around it is quite simple. We We know our truth and we go and we journey with that truth until we level up and we learn to expand and grow into a deeper sense of knowing. And that could be with any topic, right? Any area of our life. And I wanted to come in and just share some of my own awakening around that. So I did a meditation today and I went in into my wise women council. And in that meditation, I was faced with all the versions of me through my lifetime in a circle surrounding a campfire and It was such a beautiful awakening for me that I wanted to bring it in into this episode because I do believe that my story and my experience is very similar uh, to many and it will hopefully help you spark your own knowing and question your own knowing so you can grow and expand and know more. So the first, um, you know, version of me was my younger self. And I would guess I was probably about eight or nine and I was wearing roller skates. And as a little girl, I used to always roller skate. Like that's what I did. I went outside and I put those wheels on my feet and off I went. This is before rollerblades. You guys, I'm older than that. (laughs) So this is probably happening late seventies, early eighties. I was always on, I always had roller skates on. And I had this like really long, long, long hair down to my waist. And so I had um, my braids (laughs) and I would roller skate. And what she told me was she reminded me and like I was very quiet as a kid and I was very shy. And she reminded me, I, I asked her what's her message for me. And she reminded me it was to play. My message was to play. And my 47-year-old self is like, right, I need to play more. Like, absolutely, I needed to hear that. And then I said, and then I asked her, you know, what was 
the message beyond that? Like, what does she need? And she said to me, I need to be seen. I need to be seen. And that kind of started this beginning thread of this really important message that came through. And then I, I, I transitioned over to like my maiden self and my maiden self at one point bleached her hair blonde. I kind of looked like Gwen Stefani with my bright plaid pants and my white t-shirt and, you know, crazy blonde locks just for days. I've always had longer hair. There's been a couple of times where it's been short, but most of my life I've had crazy long hair and <laughs> it's wild hair too at that. And I was blonde <laughs> and she just said to me, don't be, don't forget to be adventurous. And I, I, I didn't get to spend much time with her, but she reminded me that adventure is in my blood and to not forget that part of me. And then I moved into like this mother energy. And when I connected with the mother, she was singing, you are my sunshine. And that is a song that I have sang to all of my children. And I've made up my own verses because it's quite the sad song if you really think about it. And I've changed the words. And I started this with my youngest or my my oldest, I should say, um, when he was a little one. And I just made up the words. I didn't know the words, but I knew that I wanted to make them up. So I did that. And my and he is now 19 years old. So I've been singing this for a long time. So I thought, wow, that's really powerful. And when I connected to her, one of the things that really felt profound, and this is really what I wanted to share, was how in our lineage line, how the women have felt unseen. And I believe that this is a, a bigger wound than just my family lineage, that we are unseen. And it started with my great, great grandmother who committed suicide. My, no, I apologize. My great, great grandmother did not. But what I felt into and what I saw was that she felt unseen by her mother. And then she passed that down to my great grandmother who had actually taken her own life, um, who then made my grandmother feel unseen. My grandfather, my grandmother took her life at the, when my mom was the age of five. And so my mom felt unseen. Now my mom stuck around, even though she battled with her own mental challenges around being here and not being here. And so I know she broke that chain, right? And but her sister committed suicide. So my mom really had this feeling of I'm the only woman in my entire family who has ever lived past the age of 30. And that was a powerful thing. I remember my mom's 30th birthday. I remember her telling me that as a little girl. And I was probably nine at the time. So that wound, right? is real. And my mom always seemed distracted, always caught up in her own life, doing her own thing. And 
I, that's why the little version of me just wanted to be seen. Now, as much as this could sound like a therapy session, what I understand is that because as women, we were not seen, we were unseen. We have this need to be seen now. And I think it's a greater wound than just family by family. I think it's a feminine wound that it is time to be seen and recognized. So what this work did for me when I was sitting with mother, that mother archetype, that mother version of me, as I'm actually stepping out of that role, even though I still have kids in my home and I'm still mothering, I'm moving into menopause. And so I can feel this shift of energy that's happening. But what was really powerful was realizing that I have in my own way, even though I have learned and grown, I try to see my children, but I am still very distracted at times and am in my own world because I have all of this beautiful creation I'm creating all the time. But to recognize how have I created that same wound with my own children, especially with my own daughter. And so um, it just kind of gave me this like, new vision, a new way to heal our family lineage. And I do believe that if we heal this family by family, that we then can heal it within our deeper, larger communities, and we can heal it on the planet. And the age of Aquarius is all about that feminine energy. It's all about that inner healer. And what is really key and essential is, you know, even like myself, I'm out there, I'm doing the work and I'm helping heal others, but I can never, you know, forego my own family, right? Like that still has to be an important essence. And so I'm always up leveling. I'm always asking myself, what do I know? I know what I know until I no longer know. And then I choose and I choose again. And that's really how we up level. This meditation went on and I connected with the wild woman and I connected with the sage, you know, that crone energy. And it was such a beautiful experience. And um, I will share with you what the crone said to me. And she said to just be that the one piece of wisdom that she has for my whole lifetime is to be present and to be. And again, this theme of really allowing yourself to be fully present when someone is sharing with you, don't make it about you. It's about them and that you really want to hold that space. And again, like, so these are wounds from my own mother that, um, are being healed. So I'm kind of sharing this like little peek into my heart and like what happens in our own dynamic, but there is this freedom and, you know, look how far you've come and look at what you're manifesting. Look at these beautiful children you've created. Now let's look at this. Have you really allowed yourself to be right? Or are they feeling unseen? If they are, how can you become more present? How can you meet them and deepen, right? Your sight for them. So I think this is just this beautiful invitation. And then the journey continues, right? Each of us now 
we always have that opportunity to know what we know until we no longer know. And then we get to shift. We get to change our perspective. And that takes a really, gosh, fierce, brave heart because we then must be real and honest with ourselves. And that's where the true shift and change begins and we can begin to reshape and restructure. So for me, I'm looking at, you know, I have a beautiful autistic son. So he's something that like really popped into my heart. Like I I have to be very careful. I cannot treat him like the rest of my kids. Like how can I help him be seen even more? Right. How can I bring my presence to my youngest who's five, who has like a 10 year gap between his siblings? How can I help him be seen in a deeper way? Right. How can I shift gears from raising the teens to raising this young little soul to ensure that he fully feels seen? Right. And then my own message for my own daughter, just recognizing like this lineage of women and our lineage wound, how can I help that heal? And so I wanted to bring in my own story and be totally transparent so you could feel in to your own family lineage, right? And yeah, now you're like, I want a meditation with joy. Have her walk me through my wise women council. And if that is something you want to do, feel free to reach out. Um, you know, and I just think that there's so much medicine in this. I think there's so much wisdom to be found in connecting with the different versions of ourselves. And, you know, if, if, um, doing the meditation work isn't necessarily what feels aligned for you, you can just sit and journal, you know, this can be a journaling exercise for you. What would your child self say? What would the maiden say? What would the, the, the young mother say? And what would the seasoned mother say? Right. And then what would that wild woman, that woman that's going through menopause, the one that's like, you know, F it, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> you know, she kind of brings in that maiden energy again. What would she say? Right. And then with that wise or that sage woman, what would she say? And, um, and then just kind of let that nurture you, let that hold you, you know, let that bring up the thread between all versions of you, right? And allow it to be this collective integrated energy within you in this moment of your life, right? And it's not like, you know, we're always aware of all these parts of ourselves, but when we tap in from time to time, we can check in on what we really know and we can challenge what we think we know and get really raw and honest with ourselves and recognize how much we don't know and move forward from there, right? With that open heart, with that authentic, like I'm still learning, you know, I still have my training wheels on in some areas and that's okay. When we have that kind of heart, when we are hungry to be real and um, be fully present in our connection with others, when we are real with our own inner connection with self, you know, that's where the beauty of life really starts to weave through us. And yeah, I just couldn't 
let this moment go by without pressing record and sharing this medicine and this learning and this beautiful, beautiful transforming experience for me. And, you know, I asked, gosh, two and a half years ago now, I asked to heal my feminine wound and woo, I'm telling you the medicine keeps coming. And this is just another level. It's another level, you know, to call in, to be seen. And that reminds me to make sure that every woman that I connect with, that they feel seen. And then beyond that, every man that I see to be seen, every soul, you know, every tree. I mean, there is, I know we only can do so much, right? But to give presence to all that exists, right? To allow it to be seen is everything. And it opens up my senses. Like right now I hear a woodpecker (laughs) pecking on a tree outside of my home and my windows are all closed because I'm recording, but I can hear it in the distance. I just gave it presence. I see it, right? Even if I can't see it with my physical eyes, I am giving it presence. There is something about that. And that is the gift that I received today. And so now I say, I know what I know until I no longer know. And that is beautiful. And I see you and I see me in you. And I see the beautiful souls that are in my life. I see the beautiful nature that surrounds me. And I see the path ahead. And I trust and I be in this moment that all is divinely guided, all is divinely paved ahead. And all I have to do is step in with a brave heart. I need to be raw in my potential. I need to allow myself to not have the answers so the answers can be received. I love you. Thank you for listening. And we will see you back here next time. I want to thank you deeply for being here and listening to our episode. If this work is moving you and you want to share it with others, I just want to invite you to do that and always love to hear from our audience. So if you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss, or you just want to share how things have affected you that you've heard here, please share it with us, whether you're doing it through a review coming onto the joy Kaya website at joykaya.com and sharing with us there or leaving us a voice memo. We want to hear from you. And of course, I want to invite you to come and be with us in a deeper, more meaningful way. And you can do that by working with me privately. There are, um, I think, one or two spots right now available. Uh, That's about it. But we also have our Wild Soul Academy, which there you can find. We have a community there. We also have courses, workshops. There's so much available in our space for you to come and be and grow with us. So I want to invite you to that. Thank you again, and we will see you next time.